boy Joe Doyle here. As a former bricklayer turned property investor, I would not be where I am today if I didn't force learn the art of business. Nowadays, a big part of my life is helping other tradesmen succeed with their business by sharing my knowledge, insights and experience. Welcome to the Tradesman Support Group Podcast. An amazing time to be alive. Uh, today's episode is a 30-minute extract from a much longer business strategy session I had with Vinnie Moore of Moore's Plaster Moulding down in the in the west side of the country. I'm nearly sure it's Mayo, but if I say it is and it's not, he'll go absolutely bananas at me. In this episode, myself and Vinny chat about some good business practices that he needs to implement or he wants to implement in order to help him improve the business and move on to the next level. Vinny is a really, really cool dude. Um, you know, you get the vibe by talking to him that he's an absolute master craftsman. And really what he wants to do is just work all the time. But this is the things he needs to work on first in order to allow him to move on to the next level in the business. I'm sure you'll find today's episode very beneficial as a business owner. If you sometimes struggle to get a handle on things or you struggle to get a handle on the business side of things and they can have a tendency to run away from you when all you want to do is just work, you know. So enjoy the episode and uh, we'll talk soon. Vinny, can you hear me clearly, my friend? Brilliant, brilliant, excellent. Okay, so I didn't, I couldn't remember what county you are based in. Is it Mayo? Mayo, yeah. I just, I just put the description there. The, the west of Ireland. Strategy call number one one four with Moore's Plaster Moulding, all the way from the west of Ireland. One of the finest corners makers in the land. Is that you? Yeah, that's me. Right, good, good stuff. Okay, so let's just dive straight in here, Vinny. Me and you were having a chat there the other day, right? Um, we spoke, yeah. you know, in detail about all the different bits and bobs, and you know, you just you strike me as a, as a man that takes serious pride in his work, but you're just frustrated a little bit about the business end of things and people, people not honouring their part of the deal and not not fucking paying when they're supposed to pay, and it's just giving you hassle, yeah, yeah. So we need to dive straight into that there, right? What is the biggest of of all the things that kind of drive you demented? What one? wrecks your head the most uh payments on time okay payments on time right now let's have a look at that there right how do you normally get paid uh the details is on the bottom of the invoice okay so you issue the invoice yeah when do you issue the invoice as soon as the job is done. Okay, so you issue the invoice upon completion. Well, it might run, it might run, run on two or three days later because it might be an extra two in the short. Okay. So you have to put them on to it and you have to calculate that and run that by the builder first and then send in the invoice and if to get in, then could take a week, like, you know? Yeah, okay. So you issue the but, invoice uh, on completion or shortly after, yeah? Yeah. Okay. How do they pay you then? They usually pay over the, over the bank on online, like. Okay, so so uh, clients pay via transfer. Do you give them any payment terms or days credit on the? No, 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 none of that. Okay, and do they pay you right away or do they leave you hanging? Oh, they leave you hanging. <laughs> How long did they leave you hanging for? In or usually? Uh, it could go on thirty days. You could give them thirty days. It could be in a grip. Uh, a verbal agreement of 30 days, look, I'll give you 30 days, and they say, that's fine, can you give me a few days, give me 30 days. That's fine, I can put up with that. But yeah. uh, then it can run on to 40, 50, 60 days, and you might have a 5,000 euro job, you might get uh, a 1,000 in, and then the rest is coming. And then two weeks later, you'll have to ring again, and 2,000 might win. And then 
you get a bit irate and the whole lot might go in then the following week afterwards. That's two months down the road, like. Yeah. It's a long time and it's a lot of money for a small company to have to carry the can on, you know? It's a long time when you consider you have wages paid and the whole lot at that stage of material. I like yeah. you cannot really buy for my work here, you cannot really buy the material in this country, right? Yeah. And you have to buy it in from England. So when you buy anything in from England, our buy anything from Dublin is the nearest place to buy the material from. You have to pay over the phone when you order. On the day. Yeah. On the day when you order. If I order stuff there from RPMB as a supplier in Dublin yeah. that supplies stuff to me here, uh, he gets paid on the day. Uh, there's a crowd there in the north. Uh, they get paid on the day. There's a crowd in England. They get paid on the day. And you don't get paid then. It's probably 90 days, isn't it? Because you have to take the order for the job. You have to do the job. Yeah. Finish the job. And if then... You get stuff to, yeah, I like... I make stuff today, right? It takes in around two weeks to get it dry, right? Right, yeah. If you want to have a good quality product, it takes in around the two weeks to get it near enough to go to site. Yeah. And then you could be two weeks on site. Yeah. And then yeah. you could be 30 days after that. And then you could be two months, you could be another month again after that. Like, so it so, is really 90 days to 100 days. Yeah, it's a, lot, it's a lot of time. you know. And I'm assuming when you buy your orders in, you, you, do you buy in bulk, like, so you get a couple of months' worth of stock in at a time? Well, the rubber won't really last. Like, the rubber is expensive. You, if you want stuff, rubber, like like a drummer rubber for just general purpose stuff, 20 kg drum rubber isn't fair off 400 euros. Like. And what would you use that for, just a matter of interest? That'd be to make the moulds, like. If you wanted moles, right. we did stuff there in Balnefat House. It'd be a big stately house here because it ran down for years and I fell at the bottom, took it and done it over and we had to make leaves again and stuff like that. Like the number over for that was in around the 400 euros mark. That's 20 kg. 20 yeah. kg doesn't go very far doesn't in go the far. moles. Like. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah definitely. And yeah. then dim moles, dim moles are no good again. Like you cannot, it's not as if I have general purpose stuff that you're using every day of the week. Like, But some of the moles wouldn't last that long. The moles would be, you wouldn't be using them again because you'd have no call for them again. Like you're talking yeah. stuff that was put up in eighteen twenty seven. Like that's what yeah. you're recreating again. Like so, yeah. it's not as if uh, the new house down the road has got to be looking for it. Yeah, actually, this is this is just something like you know when you go into the old house and you're looking around at the different features and all. You know, back in the day, like what what's the difference between what you're doing now and what they would have done when they were making it originally? What was the different like what was the different products that they were using then versus now? They were using lime. We use cast and for now. Right. And does the lime but go they, solid? They, like? It won't. It's chalky stuff. Yeah. So cast and plaster goes solid now, but the lime, the lime goes. Uh, the lime is still soft enough if you if you if you bite into it. It, it look at if it's properly looked after and the right paints are put on it and the whole lot, the lime will stay hard. But if yeah. you get someone that'll come in and they buy their bucket of Dulux paint and a harsh up on it, yeah, uh, they Fine. Don't worry about it. No one is going to notice it. No, it starts. It kind of sweat. See, the lime has to sweat. To work. Yes, right. So these old buildings that's built back in the day, like they're all lime skimmed walls. Yeah, they can breathe. Put it like that. Yeah, they can all breathe. Yes, so the breathable paint for that. Oh, is that and what? 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 What make is the breathable paint? Oh Jesus, don't ask me. I'm not an expert on that, but it oh, is right. breathable paint. You can only buy it in so many colours, and right. that's what works. There's a crowd in Kerala that does that, like. So you paint that with normal crowd. paint, your goose basically. Yeah, but that wouldn't be me. That'd be a painter. Yeah, but for sure. Yeah. Using now, you see. What we're using now, you see, it's too expensive to do the line now, so they will, the heritage architects will specify, look at, well, look at, the next best thing to it is the cast and plaster. Well, the cast and plaster will take any paint, like. Yeah. yeah so it's yeah. not that they have to go back in 10 years' time, the council, and have to 
really put more money into this, a fortune to this, they can go in if they do look paint to paint it on like. Yeah, I know what you're saying. That makes sense. So, yeah. But all the stuff that's really ran now, there's no one running with lime now. It's all cast and plastic now yeah. that's ran. Because same finished product, is it? Yeah, it's the same finished product. It's just over the line. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense, yeah. Like lime, you have to take, if, you, if you're doing a lime wall, you have to, it takes up in a couple of weeks to get it from start to finish. As you go in today with your sand and cement and you put it up on the wall and you put your skim up and three or four days later, yeah. it's finished. Yeah, yeah. The lime, so, the lime takes yeah. longer. Yeah, but they did, originally they did have done them in lime and we'd have to take them down and seal them up and then make a mould of that and then make them in cast and plastic again, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good, yeah. And then fit them, fit the pieces again, like. Yeah. I, know, I, I hear you. But they'd have used, back in the day, to make the moulds, they'd have used clay. Uh, like, Would they? Like Morla. Right. But yeah, basically like Morla, yeah. I was wondering what, they, what, they made the, the, the way, what they made the moulds out of, you know? So you're using yeah, rubber, whereas they use clay. Yeah, well, clay is too, is too... It takes too long, like. Yeah. That's, clay I, is used for certain things. Be an interesting job. Like, interesting job to see that getting done with clay moulds, wouldn't it? It's an, it, is, it is an interesting job. Yeah. It's a very interesting job, so isn't that? Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind saying that myself, you know. So look, let, let's let's try and tackle, let's try and get a handle on on this payment issue for yourself, right? We've lots of stuff that we need to work on and tackle and deal with in your business, there, Vinny, right? But yeah. for now, I think we just need to get a handle on on this one aspect, right? So, yes. what percentage of your work is for builders, and what percentage is for non-builders, for want of a better word? It's nearly fifty-fifty. Okay. So I'm going to write down here now, builders. You, you could do three or four private jobs and then you might do a job for a builder and it could take two weeks. We're a job now for a builder and it's to take up to, it has anything from start to finish to take up to about, I'd say, two months. Okay, so here, here's what's going to happen. We've got, we've got two different types of client. We've got the builders and we've got the private work, yeah? Mm-hmm. So we're going to need to put in two different payment terms yeah now yeah. Let, let me tell you something here Vinny right now just before we even get into this right we're going to put it in plan a, a, a system in your business to ensure you get paid a lot more smooth than what you get paid currently yeah mm-hmm. the effectiveness of this strategy is linked 100% to your willingness to adhere to the strategy does that make sense yeah Right. So let's tackle the private work first, yeah? The private work, there's no messing with the private work, really. The private work, they nearly pay uh, on the day. Okay. I want to... maybe I'll, they'll pay you two or three days later. Like, we did a job there last Friday, like, I hadn't, I hadn't two lengths up on the wall and she came in and she handed me the money. Okay. Perfect. Well, let's... Well, there was a job done the week, but there was a job done the day or two before, like, and it took about four days to do it, and she just, when we were finished, did you pay out the money? That was it. She okay. checked written out there. That was it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay. Here's what here's the, what I think you need to do. Do you take credit card payments? No. Do you have any issue in taking credit card payments? I wouldn't have, no. Okay. Right. Now, I say this to everybody, and I'd nearly go so far as to say I would like everybody, every one of my clients, to use a system for processing payments called Stripe. Yes. Stripe. Now, a little bit of getting used on it, and you're not much of a technology man anyways, Vinny, aren't you not? No. Right? But there's no harm, put it this way, in the amount of time it's going to take you to leave your house, drive five miles down the road, 
have a cup of tea with yeah. somebody while you collect the check because you have to be manually and drive back to your house, right? That's a two-hour yeah, little no. job, right? In the in, the, in, in that two hours, you will have had stripe at least fifty percent. So stout. Does that make sense? Yes. Right. So if if it takes if it takes the the amount of time it takes you to collect three separate checks, right? If it takes you that time to figure out fully how to use stripe, I think it's a good it's a good use of your time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like when we were chatting on the phone the other day, like I, I processed the payment while I'm while I'm talking to you on the phone, yeah? So basically, yes. while we're still on the phone, the money's leaving your bank account on the way to my bank account, yeah? Mm-hmm. Now, it does take seven days from the moment you you charge the, the client's card till the money lands into your bank account. It does take seven days, right? But like, yes. that's exactly seven days. It's not seven turns into 12, turns into 14 around all whatsoever right because really your concern is the uncertainty here fellas not doing what they're supposed to do yeah am i am i right in yeah assuming that it's like the uncertainty yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah. yeah right you're right okay so we're going to now move towards taking credit card payments right taking credit card payments now the next thing that we need to do of the builders that you do work for how many do you do work for uh there'd be i'm writing those stuff here too now yeah take your time man there's what? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There'd be ten or twelve. Okay, so you've got ten. And they'd be sort of coming. They'd be sort of. You'd be finished with one. You'd be starting with another one. There wouldn't be. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So they'd that... be moving to one, the other, like the whole time. But like I could seriously say, five of them is bang on with their payments. Like there's okay. no messing with them. Like this fellow that we're doing the job for two months. Like he has come up with two payments, and he'll have another one at the end of the week. Mate, they're not big payments. They're Tidy payments every time. But you can really check on a Friday to you, yeah. hand it to you, and the balance will be there when you're finished. Like you, you see, the thing is, Vinny, right? The, the old school way of, of collecting checks and all that—it's all grand if you're yeah. doing if you're doing fifty grand jobs, yeah. Yeah. But like you're doing one, two, three grand jobs, yeah. Yeah. He has to come to you with the check. Then you need to go and lodge that to the bank, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we've got more efficient ways of operating out there now. We should embrace them, yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you've no shortage of work. Am I right to say that? No, not really. No, no. It's a good one to work the whole time. Okay. What I suggest to you today is most definitely going to lose you at least one client, right? Mm-hmm. But the but the main purpose here is that we can get Vinny to do the same amount of work that he currently does in a shorter space of time, and remove the uncertainty around getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So what we need to do now, when we talk to the builders, we need to tell them all the materials must be paid for before leaving the workshop. Yes. Right. Now, if you go to a builder and say, I want to be paid in full before I go on to that job, even though he might know, like, and trust you, he's going to have a canary, right? Because he doesn't like to pay anybody until the job is finished, yeah? Mm-hmm. Right. However, you're not telling him that you need to be paid in full. You're telling him that you need to have all the materials paid for before they leave the workshop. But that doesn't need to be going to go for everyone, for private and the whole lot. So, sorry, tell me that again. You nearly want to put that through for private and the whole lot. Yes. Yes, most definitely. Most definitely. Put it through for the whole lot of people. Yeah, put it through for everyone, like. 
Yeah, like it's it's quite simple. I was just trying to get a different to see exactly where the breakdown was between builders and the private work, you know. And it's it's fifty fifty. Yeah, you can get the odd private client too that'll make a muggy as well, like. Say that again? You can get the odd private client too that'll make a fucking muggy as well, like. They're not all things, like. Yeah. No, exactly. But what we need what we need to do here, right, is right across the board, all materials must be paid for in full before leaving the workshop, right? So at the minute now, you're on the hook of, let's just say you're down fitting a nice cornice in, in a house there, right? You're in yeah. the back of your mind, you're thinking, are these fuckers going to start wrecking my head for money now, yeah? And mm-hmm. you're thinking, are they going to start wrecking my head for the money which I'm owed 100% of, yeah? Yeah. Whereas, if you're paid in full, at least if they're going to start wrecking your head, it's only for 25% of the money, do you understand? Yes. Right? Now, in this instance, it will probably be the same the same process with... Uh, the same pain process with the builders and the clients. However, I would insist with the clients that you you take payment by credit card. And and yes. and, and just just park the private work for a minute and we talk about the builders, yeah? Yeah. So give me give me the value of a of a of the average job that you do. Well like the average room comes in around like But the average how many rooms do you do in the average house? Oh you could do two or three like. So okay. you're talking like Okay. Within. So so t- average job is grand. You're going about your business yeah. and you're like, I hope this fucker doesn't start wrecking my head for this branch, yeah? Now, how would you feel when you were doing your job if the builder only owed you 500 quid at that point? Oh, not better. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? You'd feel a little bit better because he only owes you 1,500 quid as opposed to the two grand, yeah? Yeah. Now, I don't believe that the builders will comfortably pay you via card. I don't know if they will, right? No, no, I couldn't see that happening because... The type of lads they are, yeah? They won't have the card on them. Yeah, exactly, exactly, right. Now, let, let's just, you know, and I don't, we don't want to push this too far in, in the one go, right? Um, so, yeah. would you be comfortable telling all the clients payment must be made in full before materials leave the workshop? I would have no problem in saying that to them, yeah, and to, to 80% of them, 90% of them, I'd have no problem in saying that to them. Um, and why would you not say to the other 10% just, just as a matter of interest? Because they're nearly paying on time every time. Okay, so we'll we'll reward I, these. I do work there for. There's two or three builders that I do work there for. Like, and you put in the, you put in the invoice, and you don't have to ring them again. It's sent out to you. That's it. Okay, okay, that's that's. It's paid that's to you. Fine. There's no problem. And when they ring, I jump on them. Yeah. Because there's no messing with them. But there's other fuckers there that ring, and you let them ring, and you let them ring, and you'll answer them eventually, and you'll go to them in the whole lot, and you'll tell them when you're going out the door, look at. We had this problem before. Uh, yeah, we'll start shouting. We'll start shouting. Start shouting. And the yeah. same shh happens again. Yeah. Okay. And then so, there's one other one. There's two or three more there. And they'll ring you and they'll say, look, there's such a house to be done, such a place. Put in the same stuff you put in the other house and work away. And you'll, you don't have to bother them again. They have the prices there in front of them. You send them in the invoice. It's paid within less than 30 days. Okay. The uh, difficulty. Tell you, look, at, uh, deal with the client there and the client is really obvious straight away. Yeah. Okay. That's good. The difficulty we have there, right, is. If you if you bring in one method of operating right across the board, yeah, you don't have to remember is he on this payment arrangement or is he on that payment arrangement? Do you understand? Yeah. New company practice. So you can put a sign up in the workshop from the first of October, which is which is a, a date people remember. From the first of October, all materials must be paid for in full before they leave the workshop. 
So that pretty much means from the 1st of October, all materials are paid in the fucking store, yeah? For all of the people, right? The guys that pay on time all the time, yeah? They won't mind you saying that because they're, they're on top of their payments either way. Do you understand? Okay? Now, let's not get hung up on that, that 10% of those people, right? Let's not get too hung up on them. If, if it's a case that you're afraid to say anything or you're reluctant to say anything, okay, let's park that. Let's look at the mainstream things here, right? All materials must be paid for in full before they leave the workshop. Like, that's not a big ask what we're asking for, Vinny, you know? Sure, sometimes people... No. In fact, in fact, you, you would be well within your rights to say all materials must be paid for at the time of ordering. Yeah. Because you're making unique molds, aren't you? You've got stuff stuck in your in your uh, in your workshop there that you've made months ago and the job's on hold, yeah? Yeah. Right? So what what what, what sort of value is on that job? The whole job itself is in around the seven thousand mark. Okay. So Right, and the pot's done at the moment, there's some stuff fitted. There's in around two grand of it fitted. There's another fifteen hundred fleece sitting in the workshop there. Fifteen hundred quids worth of work sitting there. Yeah. Okay. All materials must be paid for in full before leaving the workshop. All yeah. jobs over €2,000 must have 75% paid at time of ordering. Yeah. At time of ordering. You go in, you buy a suite of furniture or a couch or something like that, you're paying for that on day one. You're paying half or three quarters of it and you're not seeing it for eight weeks, yeah? Yeah. What's the difference with you? You're going out there, you're buying the rubber, you're making the moulds. Them moulds have to go in the bin afterwards because you're, you're not using them again, you know? Yeah, there's no use at the beginning. There's no use at the beginning. You dump them, that's it. Okay, let's let's look at this, right? In an absolute ideal world, yeah? In an ideal yeah. world where where Vinny and Joe are in charge and nobody else questions anything we do, yeah? We, mm-hmm. we would get paid in full over the phone every time the client rings us with an order, yeah? Yeah. In an ideal world, right? But we know that's not going to happen, right? No. So, what's where is our concerns? Our concerns is the builders are leaving you hanging, right? The job is done and they're, they're leaving you hanging. And the bigger jobs are going on hold altogether. And you're yeah. outlaying the money, right? So we can do one of two things in that regard. We can say all jobs must be paid for 75% at time of ordering. I think your mm-hmm. builders I think your builders will kick up over that, yeah? Oh, I'd buy have an yeah. yeah, exactly, right? However, with the builders, all materials must be paid in full before they leave the workshop. I think that's yeah. that's not too excessive, is it? No, the material is paid for, the work is done, the stuff yeah, is made like Exactly. And we're only asking for materials, right? Now, yeah. we can we can just, like between me and you internally, we can decide it's, it's 75%, yeah? Yeah. Right? Now, after that then, any special orders or orders over 2,000 euros, we must, we must collect 50% deposit or, in fact, I'd stick 75% again. 75% deposit at time of ordering. Yes. Right? And we're trying to keep it uniform. Do you understand? No point saying 50% here, 75% there, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Now, now, what I will do is, what I will do with yourself, David, I will send you a, a message or I'll put it in the comments here in the video so that the guys can see it as well. Um, the exact wording that I would use if I was in your business, yeah? Yes. 75, like, you know, materials must be paid for in full before they leave workshop. And we know it's 75%, right? Any orders over yeah. 2,000 euros or special orders must be paid for at the time of ordering. Again, 75%. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, that's your builders, yeah? Yeah. Let's flick over to the private work, yeah? Mm-hmm. So the builders, we'll park them. We'll come back in them in a minute, right? The private work, you collect deposit over the phone 
on the card via Stripe, yeah? Yes, so how does Stripe work? Now, can you explain that to me yeah. one further? Now, look, don't, don't, uh, don't be put off by the fact that it's a bit of technology here, right? Because you did tell me you're not, you're not great on the technology, and that's fine. But we just need to gently coax you into using this, right? So what happens is there's lots of different payment processing platforms out there, right? And they charge you 1% or 2%, but so what, right? You'd fucking spend more money on the diesel going down to collect the checks, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So the beauty about Stripe is it's the biggest one of them all. You put the credit card details into Stripe and you charge the card, yeah? Yes. You don't need any... Stripe, you mean, they give you, they give you a unit that you can put the card on. Well, this is the beauty of it here, right? It's not even a unit. You can do it on your phone or on your laptop. Yeah. Right? So what happens is, you know, I'm ringing up from Moore's Plaster Moulding, bringing Mary Malone down the road. We're doing a job for her. Mary, how you doing? Yeah, we're going to take that order there. Um... It's ready to leave the workshop. It's a thousand euros. I need to collect payment today of seven hundred and fifty euros. She gives me the card mm-hmm. number. I log into Stripe. I put in her name, her email address, and I upload her card details. Yeah. Yes. Her name and her email address. Yeah. Name, email address, and I upload her card details to the platform. Yeah. Yes. The minute I upload the card details, they all get scrambled. I can never see them again. Yeah. One second. Her name and. I can make a little video on this. Yeah. Yeah. The car details get scrambled, so I can only see the yeah. last four digits, yeah? Yeah. Then I go and create the invoice. Yeah. And I charge the invoice, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the invoice is charged, right? Now, the beauty about it is the car details are held on file then indefinitely, yeah? Yeah. So you can then go and charge the card again when the job is complete. Mm-hmm. Now, I've created a program called the Tradesman Survival Guide, right? And it has all these different documents and templates that you can use with your clients there. Really, what you need to do, Vinny, is you need to just get a customer to sign off the job as complete at the end, yeah? Yes. You probably don't do anything like that, do you? No. Okay. So, if you... look? Fine. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? It's better to have them sign something to say the job is complete, yeah? Yes. Because you have a signature on paper then, yeah? Yes. So, if you get them to sign the job as complete but you'll have it in your terms and conditions that you'll now charge the card held on file, yeah? Yes. That means at the end of the day, when you go back to the office, or if you have a setup on your phone, you just charge the card again. And you're not, yes. you're not waiting on them to make a transfer. Yes. Can you see the power of it there, yeah? Yeah. Right. Now, here's where I want to go with you over the course of the next couple of months, yeah? I want to get you to get the clients set up on Stripe. And then I want you to get the builders set up on Stripe as well. But my concern at the minute is, if I start giving you all these different things to change, there might be too many for you. And and one guy might say something and you'd be pissed off with him and you'd be afraid to push forward. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because you are going to lose a client in this process, yeah? Yeah. Right, you're going to lose at least one client, but you're going to gain an awful lot of free time back and you're going to have that hassle and that headache of worrying about people not paying it. That's gone. Mm-hmm. Do you follow my, my thinking here? Because I do. If a job goes wrong, let's let's just now. I'm sure I'm speaking for all tradesmen and and sole traders when I say this. Right, we all have had jobs where we didn't get paid, yeah, and it's a bit bleeding, demoralising to say the least, yeah. However, yeah, it's a real insult when you don't get paid for the materials you've bought as opposed to the labour you've done, yeah. Yeah. So if there's ever a problem on a job and you don't get paid for your labour, it's not as much a bitter pill to swallow as it is than when you don't get paid for the materials that you've bought. And they still have yeah. in their house. Yeah. That's, 
that's a different animal altogether, isn't it? So if you're collecting seventy five percent of all money due before you leave before you leave your workshop, yes, and there's ever a problem, and the problems for that twenty five percent, you'd be like, yeah, right, go on, I'll get over it. We'll tighten up. We'll make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah. Yes. But like when you're paying four hundred quid for a bucket of rubber, a bucket of rubber, and you're not getting to fit that job for three months time, and then you're not getting paid after that, that's bollocks, man, isn't it? Oh, that's total. Uh... Total horse right, you know. Oh, it is pure horse right. Yeah, exactly. So, does any of your builders ever call to your to your workshop? No. Okay, that's fine. So, what I would do, right? We need to prep these builders. Yeah. We need to prep yes. prep the builders, right? So, if you ring the builders in advance of them ringing you, they can never say you caught them off guard, right? Yeah. So. You write down all your clients' names and their phone numbers, right? And you give them a yeah. ring and you tell them that you're absolutely fucking pissed off. You're sick of this. That you're after having some fucker and he's at the leaving you high and dry. Right? And Builder One, I'm just giving you a call because you're a valued client. And I know you do be late with the payments from time to time. But sure, look, we always get paid. That's grand. That's the whole lot, right? But from yeah. now on... I'm just letting you know in advance, I cannot allow any materials to leave my workshop unless the materials are paid for. So from now on, all work I do for you will require two payments. One payment for the materials before they leave the workshop and the second payment for the work complete when you're happy with everything. Yeah. Now, even though this bill that you're ringing might be the reason why you have to do all this sort of stuff. When you ring him, tell him he's a good guy and you, you know, you're at the cutting a few lads loose, but you want to keep working with him, yeah? Yeah. Even if he is the problem, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's no advantage to you by letting him know you think he's a bit of an idiot, yeah? No, that won't do any favors. Now you have it. So we just keep everybody happy, keep them on side. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? If, let, let's just role play this out for a minute. Let's just say you bought buckets of rubber off me and and you only paid me when you got paid. And I rang you up and said, Vinny, listen, we're dealing together years. Now, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I feel bad even ringing you saying this, but I'm after getting caught by a builder big time and he's had to let me, leave me really stuck. And the only, I'm working with a lad up in Dublin. He's just helped me out with all this stuff in the business. And he's telling me this is what I need to do. From now on, I'm not to allow any materials to leave the workshop until they're paid for in full. So if I do a two grand job for you and the materials is 1,500 quid, you'll have to pay me the 1,500 quid before you leave the workshop. Now, of course, you pay me for the, the work and all that when it's fitted and you're happy with that, but the materials have to be paid for before they leave the workshop. Yeah. So can you see that conversation there? I can, yeah. Okay. We leave at that for now and we'll chat later on. Yep. Come on. Thank Savage you. Savage stuff, Vinny. Thank you, my friend. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye bye. So, guys, we have now reached the end of our 30 minute episode. Thank you very much for listening in today. If you are struggling with any aspect of your business, do not suffer in silence. All good business owners learn from the mistakes of others. And trust me, I've made a lot of mistakes before getting to where I am today. You can ask me any questions you have by reaching out to me and messaging me on Facebook by searching for the Tradesman Support Group by Joe Doyle. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.